Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, cruising, you can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get five cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP or Amico stations. That means more savings and more whatever you'd like to use your savings on. So treat yourself. It's on us. Visit bp.com slash save to learn more. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. And welcome back, everyone. Now, this is The Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell. And this hour, you can tell by the music, the bad boy himself is with us. Dr. William Schneed is our special guest this hour, and he is a criminologist. He's been actively involved in the field of law enforcement for over 40 years now. His assignments have included Internal Affairs Narcotics Task Force, as well as patrol and investigative duties. He's uh, taught at the Rio Hondo Regional Police Academy on officer survival and ethics, because it's funny, we're going to be talking about ethics uh, in this hour. Uh, he's consulted with and been assigned to various former various federal law enforcement agencies and task forces during his past 40 years. And he's been routinely appointed by Los Angeles County Superior and Municipal Court judges as an expert in alternative sentencing and narcotics. Bill is regarded as a professional seeker of truth, and he holds no bias to either the defense nor the prosecution. He's been called upon by both sides for his services and his expertise. He is the recipient of the Law Enforcement Medal of Honor and the Medal for Valor. And uh, he is certified by the State of California Peace Officer Standards and Training Bureau through supervisory level. He received his Ph.D. in 1994 with dual majors of criminology and psychology, graduating summa cum laude in his bachelor, master's, and Ph.D. year. He's testified in court as an expert uh, in narcotics, the penal system, and alternative sentencings. And listen to this, is credited with, accredited and credited with over 3,500 arrests during his law enforcement career. 
Right now, he's the uh, Director of Special Operations for Apex Strategic Investigations Group, a licensed international private investigation firm in Los Angeles and Riverside counties. The website is www.worldfind.biz. But before we get any further, and because, you know, I, I want to make sure everybody's happy before we go to a prune juice commercial, some of the uh, organizations and past affiliations and commendations uh, that uh, Bill has, uh, you know, they're members of the World Association of Detectives, California Robbery Association, California Narcotic Officers Association, Southern California Fraud Investigators Association, and a list of maybe 15, 20 other associations. But when it comes to the commendations, Law Enforcement Medal of Honor, Law Enforcement Medal for Valor, Federal Bureau of Investigation for Exceptional Service, Department of Air Force for Exceptional Service, Department of Defense Missile Defense Organization for Exceptional Service, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms for Exceptional Service, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department for Exceptional Service. And we're very happy to have Bill with us today. And uh, Bill, welcome back to the Exxon, my friend. How are you? Fine. Thank you so much, Rob. Happy to be here. Bill, uh, you are a an expert when it comes to officer survival and ethics, and we've talked about ethics before, but over the past couple of weeks, Bill, uh, the U.S. Secret Service has been uh, put in the spotlight with what happened with uh, Secret Service and defense personnel when it came to prostitutes in Colombia. Well, it's been it's been tragic. Uh, certainly, when you're talking about an agency that was created, uh, what I believe in 1865, uh, and has have served impeccably mm-hmm. for uh, the greater part of that time, to be besmirched with uh, a dozen uh, or so agents uh, conducting themselves in a less than honorable manner is is an unfortunate smear against all those that do serve. Yeah. Um... We're going to be talking about that, and apparently uh, there is just something that has come out out of the news today where uh, the headline is U.S. Secret Service embroiled in fresh prostitution claims that go back to 2011 in March, a full year before the most uh, recent incident in Colombia. And this is supposed to have happened... um Oh, we'll talk about this when we get back from this commercial break. Exonation, uh, the one and only Dr. William Schneed is our special guest to this hour. And as I have said before, he is now the uh, Director of Special Operations for Apex Strategic Investigations Group. And they are in California, but they work right around the world. So if you need the services of a professional and yet very, very affordable professional service investigators for commercial, institutional, civil or criminal, just go to www.worldfind.biz. That's www.worldfind.biz. We're talking about the U.S. Secret Service this hour. Well, I'm going to touch lightly on cuisine uh, at Marsh something Landing we were talking about earlier tonight. Uh, enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, Bush, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, uh, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits, and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. 
Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Dr. William Schneid is my special guest this hour, www.worldfind.biz. That's www.worldfind.biz. The headline reads, The U.S. Secret Service embroiled in fresh prostitution claims. The U.S. Secret Service investigating fresh claims that its agents had sex with prostitutes in El Salvador as it struggled to contain a seemingly ever-growing scandal. And uh, it says in the latest uh, allegations against uh, President Barack Obama's elite bodyguard agents uh, were said to have uh, drank and paid for sexual favors in the VIP section of a strip club in March 2011, a full year before the most recent in incident in Colombia. A U.S. government contractor told uh, the agents it was a really bad idea to take women back to their hotel rooms but they said uh, not to worry because they did this all the time. And this is coming out of a Seattle television station report. The contractor's claims were cor corroborated by the strip club's owner, who said agents descend on, descended on the club three nights in a row in the week uh, ahead of the visit by President Obama to the Latin American country last year. The owner said that the senior figures of the U.S. Embassy and visiting FBI agents would also frequent his business. Now, these uh, newest claims uh, undermine the agency's insistence that the scandal in Colombia last month, which has so far claimed the careers of nine agents, was an isolated incident and not part of a broader culture. Well, it certainly seems that as the investigation is continuing, more and more people are coming forward. And, and Bill, uh, you know, when people talk about the U.S. Secret Service, you're talking about the elite squad that uh, of dedicated men and women who, you know, are there to protect the president and who would have, you know, really put their put themselves in front of a bullet for the guy. Well, I think that we have uh, the presidential protection detail, which is just a a very very small number of agents uh, as compared to, I believe, their overall. Uh, manpower expenditure is something mm -hmm. over 5,000. So, you know, we're talking about you know, a couple of hundred agents that uh, are involved in uh, in actual protection duty of, of the president and the vice president. Uh, that being said, I mean, the, the additional scandalous report from 2011 doesn't surprise me a bit. When, when I taught ethics, uh, you know, you, you, you factor in the human condition, mm -hmm. and it doesn't take much to recognize the fact that this goes on, whether it goes on 
uh, with deployed military, uh, whether in foreign countries, uh, in when we had a base of Subic Bay in the Philippines, uh, prostitution was a huge uh, income business uh, to the Philippine uh, women that were there. Uh, and that's just servicing the U.S. Navy. So prostitution is the oldest occupation in the world, and as long as there's men, there's going to be prostitutes. Mm -hmm. Now you may say that, well, yeah, but the Secret Service rises to a higher level. Uh, yes, but there's still men, and you know they're still controlled by you know whatever basic needs you know they choose to uh, malbehave in. Uh, that doesn't mean everybody does it, but it certainly uh, gives them an opportunity. Uh, to be somewhat frivolous in their behavior, my concern is a greater one, which is the compromising of uh, secure information that may be in their hotel room mm -hmm. having to do with presidential movement or anything like that, where you have a prostitute that is in reality you know, a member of al-Qaeda or a member of another terrorist organization using the uh, that opportunity to be able to get to and perhaps drug an agent and then you know search around for any documentation that may compromise the whereabouts or movement of the president here's here's a question bill and um i just thought of this as you were as you were talking uh would this instance certainly would this instance with the u.s secret service uh and prostitutes fuel the al-qaeda fire Say that again? I said, would the incident with the U.S. Secret Service and prostitutes actually fuel the al-Qaeda fire since they don't go in for this and this would be looked at as a failure, a weakness of the United States? Oh, I, I, I don't think so. I think they, 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 they've already looked at us as the infidels. So uh, I mean, this is the, putting this on their shopping list of, of, of things to do. Uh, would be, you know, low level. Uh, I, I can't imagine them really utilizing it. Matter of fact, up to this point, remember the investigation now is several weeks old. Uh, Al Jazeera uh, and uh, uh, Al Qaeda, no, nobody from the Muslim countries have made any particular public statements or outcry uh, regarding it. You know, they're looking for juicier stuff. You know they, you know they can deal with us killing, uh, you know, some civilian with a with a drone bomb and 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 milk that or burning the Koran and and use that way better than they can uh, some infidelity by a secret service agent. Yes, yeah, remember they're they're talking to people that don't even know what the secret service is. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know their audience is is very limited from that kind of intellect. So why then? So so what is the big deal then? You know, all right, the the Secret Service guys, uh, you know, had prostitutes. Now, if they were in certain areas of Nevada, they could they could legally do that, couldn't they? Or is this against the protocol of the U.S. Secret Service and the government? Well, that's really what it is. It's a protocol issue. It's not, uh, you know, is it legal? Because matter of fact, prostitution uh, in that country is legal, and uh, and and you can charge for it. Mm -hmm. uh, in Nye County, Nevada, in certain counties, it's legal. Uh, but we're, we're talking here ab uh, about 
you know, your behavior. Yeah. Law enforcement in general, and and certainly the federal government agencies inclusively, uh, have, you know, specific rules of conduct which govern your behavior 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, thou shall not hit your wife. Yeah. You know, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. We're in the private sector. Uh, you know, if the CEO was caught in bed with uh, uh, someone other than their wife, uh, it's not going to jeopardize his job. But, you know, here you have the, the that gray area that I just spoke about of, you know, is there an opportunity to compromise secure information? And, you know, so that's the wild card in all of this. Mm -hmm. uh, the morality, yes, every agency you know, would like to control the morality of its, uh, of its officers. And, and certainly this being, you know, caught with your fly your open, down, yeah. so to speak, you know, has made this into a greater story than it would normally be. Yeah. I mean, if this was Joe Blow and some obscure police department in the United States, mm -hmm. it would barely make the fifth page. But you know, the fact that it is the Secret Service, and it's you know, and somebody was complaining about this, and then the police were involved, and you know, suddenly it's taken on a life of its own. Well, you know, they remember good old Bill and Monica. Well, I mean, that was a point that we made off air yeah. was that uh, you know, if you're going to start throwing morality around. You know, think of how many governors in our states have been caught as philanderers. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we we know factually that President Kennedy was a philanderer. Uh, we know that Johnson was a philanderer. We know that Clinton had oral sex with an intern in, in the Oval Office, for goodness sakes. Yeah. You know, I mean, how much more in your face can that be? Uh, and, and so we're all mortified because a dozen Secret Service agents in a foreign country uh, had women in their room. Uh, you know, I mean, again, you've got the media board. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's nothing really going on. So this is a big focus. And, you know, you well know as being part of the media how, how something like this can just become a conflagration yep. and become way bigger a deal than in the essence it really is. I mean, the president's security was not compromised. It wasn't a bunch of agents that fell asleep and the president was left unguarded. This all occurred before the president even arrived. So, you know, what we're doing is we're taking conduct that would normally be dealt with at the administrative level, and because it became a media focus, it's now a big hoo-ha. But it's not anything worse than goes on all the time with every federal agency out there yeah. and with every local police department. This is nothing new. Is this, a, is this another part of the, the argument that's been going on for years, Bill, that prostitution and marijuana should be legalized? Prostitution is, I mean, for forgetting morality mm -hmm. and, and, and looking at it strictly as a health issue, you know, and as a taxable issue, uh, I would much rather have prostitutes that have to be licensed as they are in Nevada and and have weekly health inspections, et cetera, than the risk of venereal disease yeah. being rampant because nobody has any control of these people. 
So do you, do you think that there'll ever come a time that prostitution will be legalized as it is in some counties in, in Nevada? Never, because as long as this country is governed by the uh, religious right-wing coalitions, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's a whole other topic, but as long as that's where the money is, and, and, and we are you know, so fixated on that agenda and the hundreds of millions of dollars poured into political campaigns. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on Network, visit us at www.worldfind.biz. That's www.worldfind.biz. We'll be back. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. So Nation, uh, Dr. William Schneider is our special guest. www.worldfind.biz is the website. Uh, Dr. Schneider is currently the Director of Special Operations for Apex Strategic Investigations Group. And they're based in Los Angeles and Riverside counties. Once again, the website is www.worldfind.biz. Bill, let me ask you this. Um, We were talking before we went to the break about why um, prostitution wouldn't become legalized in the United States. If that's the case, Bill, and if there are these organizations and these powers that have the money to, to put a squash on things, how come... In the state of Nevada, in certain counties, it, it flourishes. Well, I th- first of all, it's flourished for, you know, many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nevada is nicknamed Sin City for a reason. Uh, it sort of was accepted. It was in the middle of the, uh, initially started by organized crime. It was in the middle of nowhere. And really was, I think, perceived by most as a harmless little village uh, that could have no effect on the general population. And and then as it grew, uh, you know, prostitution mm-hmm. obviously grew along with it. Uh, it was then decided that, uh, I, I don't know historically how, but in, in any case, that it would be legal in one particular county. Now, why they picked Nye County over any other county, uh, I have no idea, or why Nye County picked itself. I think Nye County, as I recall, basically has nothing 
except the infamous Mustang Ranch. And uh, I'm sure that there's a tax base revenue uh, from that. Uh, the fact that it's isolated, the fact that it's legalized in that county, uh, I just don't think people find it, uh, I guess, offensive. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and people generally in cities throughout the United States don't find prostitution offensive. What they find offensive is your classic streetwalkers that are walking in front of your business or, or condoms uh, on your front lawn. You know, these are the things that people find offensive, but you never hear that they're offended by the acts of, of prostitution themselves. It's the after effect uh, or the fact that they're parading in front of business, keeping away legitimate customers. That's what annoys people. But I, I think by and large, it's a fairly accepted, you know, occupation because uh, the bottom line is anything that goes on is goes on behind closed doors uh, between consenting that's adults. Right. That's right. And I think that's yeah. also the bottom line. So, you know, if you if you took care of licensing them, if you took care of health issues, which was a requirement of licensing, you have the potential of another taxation as a business, mm -hmm. you know, even though it's a business of one. And then you've also taken out the criminality aspects of it being controlled by elements of organized crime, pimps, etc., abusing uh, the women that are <clears throat> being exploited. So you would elevate it, if, if you want to choose that word, uh, to a a more legitimized profession that benefits the coffers of uh, localized government. And pot obviously falls into a, a similar arena, except, uh, you know, the morality issue uh, isn't as significant. Now, what, what do you think would happen, speaking, as, speaking as, a, as a veteran law enforcement officer, if prostitution was to be legalized? Would sex crimes go down? Sex crimes, <clears throat> I think one of the misnomers of sex crimes is, for the most part, sex crimes have nothing to do with sex. They have everything to do with power and control. Uh, you classify rape as an example as a sex crime, but it really isn't. Mm -hmm. uh, the rapist isn't interested in consummating sex. He's interested in the domination in the power and the control that goes with the crime. So, you know, that's where you have to sort of crystallize your thinking. You know, pedophiles, you know, that's a different category. Uh, you've got, you know, different categories of sex crimes. Uh, another example would be the individual who exposes themselves and, and don't have just the exhibitionist that, that doesn't have any physical contact with somebody that is just interested in the shock value. Um, you know, th these are sort of petty people that would do what they do anyway. Now, if you compare us to Europe as an example, where you have nude beaches, I mean, we, we've, we've fought this out in, in this country for years. Mm -hmm. We don't have nude beaches, or if we do, they're in obscure, hidden places. But by and large, we don't have public nude beaches. Uh, we don't have topless commercials. You know, all under the the auspices of this will encourage sex crimes. Well, if you go to Europe and you see all these nude beaches around, uh, sex crimes 
historically and statistically haven't gone up at all and haven't gone down. They, they're just, you know, sort of where they would be expected to be anywhere else. Uh, you see topless commercials uh, uh, on TV, you know, nobody gets all upset about it. So once again, it's who that, you know, if they're not, if the general population isn't upset, who's upset? Well, we go back again to uh, the, 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 the zealot uh, fundamentalist uh, religious groups that believe that, you know, this is our damnation as a society and they have the money to back it. And hence it has now become, you know, part of our societal uh, rules, but you you don't see anything like this in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's true. And yet, look at Holland. Prostitution is legal. Um, you've, you've got uh, uh, marijuana. Well, the red is light legal. district. Yeah. They have women sitting in the front window, yeah. for goodness sakes, parading themselves. Yeah. So, <clears throat> as unattractive as they may be, they're still there. Yeah, yeah. And. And, and and the red light district is famous. I mean, tourists walk up and sure. down there, uh, you know, don't think anything of it. Uh, you know, it's, I, I think our, our, our primitive sexual morals uh, in this country is kept uh, under, under strong thumb uh, of the church, mm-hmm. and I'll use that as a generic term, uh, simply because they want to control behavior on what they think is correct. Uh, it has nothing to do with sex crimes. You know, it has nothing to do uh, with anything other than one's interpretation of uh, certain elements of Scripture mm-hmm. and and Scripture according to whatever denomination is reading it. So it is a, a, a very strong... Uh, personal feeling. I mean, if you go back to Greek and Roman times, the seat of Western civilization, I mean, it was a whole different issue of, of acceptable societal uh, morality. And, uh, and, you know, and their society didn't crumble and go to ashes. I mean, that society produced Socrates, Aristotle, the great minds of, uh, of the world. So, uh, you know, certainly society can function as it's allowed to function and reach its own level. And when you used Holland as an example, you're absolutely right. It, you know, it didn't go down the toilet because they legalized uh, certain drugs. Mm-hmm. So should we take, you know, this is, this is a, a hot question because, you know, you're looking at, you're looking at uh, where, where, does, where does the government come in and where does the church come in and who's got the actual power? Well, you can't separate, you know, church and state. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like to say that, but the reality is as long as the churches are allowed to uh, become political organizations in the sense of donating large amounts of money to uh, political action committees and get around it, they're in effect, you know, controlling the uh, the candidates that are going to be there. One of the fears on Matt Romney mm-hmm. is the fact that he is a stringent Mormon, and the Mormons have a very specific agenda, and and you know a a justifiable concern by the uh, by certain elements of the electorate is will he inject 
his belief system into, if elected into the presidency. You have the same thing, you know, in the service. I mean, I, I, I speak to guys from 29 Palms all the time. Uh, my, 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 my one great uh, investigator over there, Eric, you know, tells me what's going on there. I mean, for goodness sakes, they just discharged a nine-year veteran, wow. a sergeant from the Marine Corps, blemish-free for posting 12 words against the president on his Facebook account. I mean, he lost all his benefits, lost everything. Uh, I, I mean, e e even as proud as I am of being in this country, I have to sit here and knock my head against the wall and say, what the hell are we doing? You know, I mean, you know, we, sometimes we behave like miscreants. And, and, and when I see something like that, frankly, it's disgusting. And, 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 and so, you know, when you prioritize your concerns, you know, what a handful of Secret Service agents are doing in Colombia, uh, I could care less about. You know, I'm more concerned about our, our rights of freedom mm -hmm. of, of speech. I'm, I'm more concerned about, you know, lots of issues that affect lots of people than somebody's indiscretion, which is really, you know, between him and his own sense of morality. I think it's great that certain departments want to uh, you know, codify everything, and you've got the heads of these departments testifying in front of Congress, mortified that this goes on. Oh, please, you know, what did you just wake up yesterday? You, you know, I mean, you know, what ridiculous patronization, you know, to be able to, to, to insult Congress uh, or even Congress, you know, to sound so naive mm -hmm. as to say, did this ever happen before? You know, of course it did. Well, I guess they, I guess they've got to do something with their time bill. Well, they, 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 well, see if we trivialize it. And remember, Congress is, you know, this is an election year. Mm -hmm. This is a great time to grandstand. They've got the platform. You know, it's easy for somebody to pick up the phone, talk to one of their political aides and say, Secret Service did what? Get, I want to be at a news conference. Uh, schedule a news conference for noon today. I mean, this is this is mana from heaven. This is a gift, and the Secret Service, unfortunately, is the victim. But uh, they are being, you know, brutalized over an activity that, of itself, is virtually inconsequential. It may be something worthy of administrative. Uh, action, but, you know, hardly uh, the ruination of the career of half a dozen agents. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Speaking about agents and the president, uh, we had Alfred Weber on the uh, show earlier today, and he said the president of the United, uh, uh, that uh, President George Bush, Vice President uh, Dick Cheney, and uh, Secretary of Defense um, Donald Rumsfeld, the former uh, are not allowed to, or do not leave the United States because they fear arrest anywhere else in the world. Does this make sense to you? It makes absolutely no sense at all. You know, first of all, nobody's going to arrest the president of the United States. You know, secondly, uh, the, the fact that this guy talks about a civilian war trial 
tribunal. Mm-hmm. It's you know you might as well have a neighborhood watch group that get together and say you know something, you know we think the president's wrong and he should be arrested. I, I mean these are powerless people that you know need to grow some hair on their head and 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 smell the flowers and realize that you know they belong in the same column as the people that believe the world's flat you know this is just pure insanity and uh, and unfortunately they have an audience i mean there's always a handful of fringe element people that believe this nonsense Oh, by the way, you know, uh, Alfred Weber also uh, believed uh, that, or still does believe, that uh, the the U.S. government and other government agencies of the world are suppressing the fact that the extraterrestrials are here. And he even claims that he had an E.T. conversation at one time. So there you go. Bill, you and I have to take our commercial break, uh, our final break for this hour. ExoNation, Dr. William Schneid is my special guest www.worldfine.biz that's www.worldfine.biz we'll be back after this break don't go away hi i'm larry lawson host of paranormal stakeout with over 36 years in law enforcement i've learned a few things the most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Listening to the X Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Dr. Bill Schneid is my guest this hour, www.worldfind.biz. Uh, Bill, what was your uh, impression of what happened in Florida between that, uh, that what was he, a, a block commander or a uh, watch commander or a neighborhood watch guy and, and this 17 year old uh, youth? Yeah, Zimmerman is the guy you're talking yeah. about. And uh, I, I think that, you know, the, the class is still out because you, you've got an, an ongoing investigation. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to get all caught up in the emotion of the moment. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, really until we hear, you know, the tapes, until the tapes are, are, are definitely uh, decoded as to who voice, whose voice was calling for help, that it sort of varied between, I believe, Trayon's voice and Zimmerman's voice as to who was calling for help. And then there was also a question about the wounds on Zimmerman when he exited the police car. Uh, you know, were they consistent with somebody who was being hit on the head? And I believe it was ABC uh, enhanced those photos, mm -hmm. and uh, you saw some blood on there. Uh, so that you're, you're, we're getting bits and pieces of sensationalist stuff along, again, the media uh, insertion of the hype is to, you know, oh, here course, once yeah. again, you know, we have a white guy against, you know, this innocent black youth. And uh, that may well play out to be the case. But, I, you know, I think to form an opinion at this point mm -hmm. when, you know, I'm not part of a grand jury or I'm not part of the investigative team, I think would be hypocritical. You know, you I know, need to know more. Yeah. You know, there, there's three sides to every story. His side, her side, his side, her side, and the truth. And that's what the job of the judicial and legal system is about to, you know, to, to, to investigate all aspects of a case. Well, until we release somebody after 18 years on death row because oh, gotcha. it turns out he wasn't guilty. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think, too, you know, in, in, in this case, I think the greater sin is the Florida law mm -hmm. that allows you to shoot somebody if you have a perception of threat. I think that's the big problem because he's Zimmerman is leaning on that section of Florida law as his defense. You know, we don't have that in California. You, you know, just because you have a perception mm -hmm. of danger is very different. It has to be a, 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 a severe uh, threat, which is, again, another reason getting a concealed weapons permit out here is like an act of God. So, you know, Florida has to revisit what law they have and what's the real intent of it, and is it doing any good? Or is this just another case for gun control? Uh, you know, we, we've spoken about this before. Yeah. Everybody who needs a gun has one. Everybody who shouldn't have a gun already has one. So we're not going to control the guns that are out there. We've got millions of guns out there. So, you know, the good people and the bad people and everybody in between, they've already got what they need. Hey, Bill, you and I have to say so long for tonight. We've run out of time, but I want to thank you so much for joining us. Let our listeners know how they can contact you, buddy. Oh, they can always call us at our main number, 760-771-4511. Or check us out on the web, www.worldfind.biz, B-I-Z is in zebra. All right, Bill, take care of yourself. Regards to everybody at uh, Apex for us, and we look forward to the next time you and I chat here in the Exxon. Be safe, my friend. Be a pleasure. Stay safe. Right. Exxon Nation, uh, that's it for tonight. I'll be back, uh, let me see, tomorrow night at 10 o'clock as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. So until tomorrow night, remember, always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night now. Mm -hmm.